Welcome to another episode of Talking with Kevin and Son and the people you should know. Today's episode is brought to you by RMK Productions and the 10 United Podcast Network. Through the power of story, our mission is to uplift, inspire, share stories and experiences using the framework of teaching, learning, and modeling. Our purpose is hope, helping other people every day. And today, this interview becomes personal because this is a personal friend, a fraternity brother. It also is going to enlighten you professionally to be exposed to someone that sees the world from a different point of view. He is an exciting brother. Bruce Hill is a sales prof professional who has been trained. His training career has expanded two decades. From what I've been told, he has accumulated numerous awards the presidential award, which I believe he, he has gotten twice. So not only is he's a repeat offender when it comes to skills, he has realized that he has made his success um, as a salesperson transferable. He began his coaching career as a young professional entrepreneur and his personal and professional development has led him to believe one new skill can change your life. And what I'd like to do, introduce you to, ladies and gentlemen, my brother, Mr. Bruce New Skill Hill. My man, that's my nickname for him. How you doing, Bruce? Welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bruce Hill, New Skills, New You. There you go. He's going to be here. He's going to be here. That's going to look great on a, uh, a T-shirt one, one day. New Skills Hill. Hey, you know something? We all today are present. A lot of things are going on. We're celebrating Black History Month. There's um, some good, there's some bad um, going on right now. Just witness the, the fact that, you know, the Olympic Federation has allowed a young lady to compete when um, months ago, uh, a young talent that represented the United States was denied the same opportunity for the same offense because she had tested positive um, after being noted as the world's fastest female on this work. I'm talking about um, Mrs. Richardson. Um, before we go into your interview, um, this being Black History Week month, and the fact that we are on the air, so it means that you and I are making history as we speak. Um, do you have, a, you have a feeling on the uh, rationale or the discrepancy why one is promoted and allowed to compete, why another one was, is denied her dream? My philosophy is very simple. There's no social justice without economic justice. You control the productions and the broadcast. You don't have to ask for permission to do things. And I appreciate that. And that's the reason why you're on this um, show today because of uh, your wisdom. Bruce is also, and I, and I failed to miss, mention at the top of the show, he's also, uh, he rides with us every Sunday at 9 um, AM Eastern Standard Time on Motivational Sundays with uh, Kevin and friends. He always brings the wisdom, but great wisdom comes from a source other than the originator of where the wisdom is coming today. 13 years old, Bruce Hill, 10 year old, Bruce Hill, six year old, Bruce Hill. Where did this knowledge of where you stand right now come from? Take us back to little Bruce. 
I have to give thanks to my amazing and beautiful mother. One of her favorite phrases, she said, that's a great question. Go look it up. Now, a few years from now, maybe today, you won't appreciate this statement uh, or some of our listeners won't appreciate this statement, but I had to go look in the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> Kevin, you remember those? I remember that. So we had to say, and you would look up something, uh, let's say trees, right? And you'd look in there and says, see deciduous trees for more information. So then you got to go to the to the letter D and go look that one up. There's something in another page. That was so valuable, however annoying it was to young Bruce. They taught me to be inquisitive. And it taught me to practice critical thinking. And it taught me to look for answers. That's something that a lot of people don't practice. And I say all the time, one new skill will change your life. They, they'll see some piece of information on the internet and take it for face value, right? They'll, they'll assume it's, it's true. And that's it can be very dangerous. You only have a piece of the puzzle. That is probably one of the formulative practices in my life that served me well, even, even today. That's all right. Um, high school, were you as good looking as you are today? Oh, no, man. String bean. <laughs> I was a, a, a hold. <laughs> One very athletic, um, didn't pay attention in class. I was a knucklehead. <laughs> All right. What sports did you play? I ran track. All right. What, what yeah. I'm a track man, too. You know that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I've read your book. I played a little basketball as well. So I was power forward basketball. And then I ran, uh, I moved back and forth. That's something I wish I stuck with it. I want to say 800 and 1,200. All right. Well, 800 and 1200. Wait a minute, Bruce, you're a black man. That's distance. Yeah. I was, I told you, I was unathletic. It's like, you slow. Go, go run the distance. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just teasing you. Um, Bruce, you, you are by far one of the most wisest people that I, I, I know, insightful. Um, when the conversation of looking at us and sales and business, um, we are not, as dynamic and we're not um, the first choice. We're, we're, we're normally someone that people um, bypass. I know what it's like to walk into a car dealership, no matter how well I'm dressed and for uh, the salesman to walk past me. You are in a, an arena, in a world as a black professional doing something that, that not a lot of us are doing. How are you finding this space and how did you create this space to where you're comfortable to talk about new skills? That's a, that's a very powerful question there. That might be an hour, two hours. The short okay. answer is I had to approach it differently. I look at sales as service. You have exceptional service, the sales will follow. And so that shift in approach has helped me become very successful. Next, I found that a lot of people, and I've had the pleasure of working with some of them, are amazing. They're talented, they're creative, but when it comes to creating a business out of what do they do, they lack those skills. So I created New Skills New You because of the gap, that, that missing piece, and it also become the person that I needed as I was evolving as a business professional. Now you're traveling the, the, the country with seminars. You've just um, 
relocated from um, the, the Midwest to, to the South? Yeah, I grew up in your backyard, Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. That's why I said Midwest. That's why you're so polite and so you're good, good looking. You haven't been ex exposed to the, the dirty deeds of the world. You're still kind of um, out there. Um, <clears throat> I work in an environment where the, the word sales is or salesman is taboo. People mm -hmm. run away from it. But 24-7, we're selling something without even knowing it in our relationship. Sure. sure. Uh, you know, how, how we provide a service, how we receive a service, how we create a conversation. Um, let's start with um, how did new skills, new you come about and how does sales and not selling become part of that program? Tell us about your program. So one of my favorite programs is how to hear yes more often without sounding like a salesperson. <laughs> and that is a very big key for me because I've worked with content creators, Realtors, uh, caterers, uh, who else? And, and a notaries. That was one of my favorite stories. People that you don't traditionally see as salespeople. And so I teach them, I, I teach them sales skills. I don't want you to be a salesperson. Right? I don't want you to sell houses or insurance or, or, um, or even cars. But if we can help you be the best version of you, it's going to transform your life and grow your business. So I teach folks how to hear yes more often without sounding like a salesperson. And those are some skills I picked up along the way that I learned from selling. Things like confidence. Yes, confidence is a skill. Things like listening. Things like critical thinking, effective communication. Those aren't traditionally labeled as sales skills, but that's where I learned them. And so that's the approach I take for especially new and aspiring entrepreneurs. If you've been in business less than five years, and you're selling a service, absolutely the person that I love to work with where I can help you get results. Um, quick question. Hmm? Um, because I, I'm in the podcast business, so it means that we like to talk. You mentioned something called listening. One of the biggest struggles that uh, or hurdles that we have to overcome is that we have a tendency uh, to want to talk because mm. the microphone and that microphone provides us with an opportunity to do what we love doing. But I also know in order to be an effective um, host, you also have to be an effective listener. Yes. How do you overcome um, more with less, if I can say it that way, because that's pretty much the way we practice, less is more. How do you oh. do with that? That's great, that's a really good question. I teach, there's this twofold. On one hand, I teach something called the three C's. Very briefly, that's clear, concise, and compelling. And the, the, the abbreviated, abbreviated version is get to the point, right? Get to the point. On the other hand, I teach asking better questions. And in fact, if you visit askingbetterquestions.com, askingbetterquestionsplural.com, I have a list of questions that can help stimulate conversations. And if you're a business owner, we'll drive more clients to you, right? They're going to get here yes more often. So when you're clear, concise, and compelling, and you ask great questions, your conversations change. And in result of those conversations change. And that's been very powerful and really helpful for my introverts. Shout out to all the introverts out there. I'll teach them to ask better questions so that they're forced to do more listening, which introverts excel at sales because of that simple fact. 
and the results are better as well. So the bigger challenge is actually teaching extroverts to shut up long enough to figure out what the customer needs and wants so they can meet that needs. Remember, sales is a service. And it's been really, really effective across the board, all ages, um, whether they're personality types, asking better questions is probably the number one sales skill that I teach I've had the best results with. You know, it's funny that you say that introverts make better salespeople. Absolutely. Um, I always describe myself and people find it hard to believe as a introvert. Um, Mm -hmm. I perform every day as an extrovert because um, I like listening to people's story. You know, I put it out there and I sit back and I kind of say they're in um, and I enjoy the ride, especially mm-hmm. when someone's telling a good story. How do you get an extrovert to convert? Well, I don't want to 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 gloss over what you said. This is a, a bit of encouragement for folks that say, oh, I'm not a good speaker. I'm an introvert. I'm not a good uh, salesperson. I'm an introvert. Well, those things aren't genetic. Being an introvert may be genetic. I think arguably it is. But sales is a skill. Communication is a skill. Um, you know, interpersonal communication, interacting with people is a skill. Some of the best, one of, one of my favorite, favorite business marketers, uh, shout out to Daisha Elliott. She is an introvert. But man, listen, if you need someone to, to negotiate a business deal or help uh, get your business to grow, she's phenomenal. And, you know, nine to five, she's working, she's on because she learned that skill. But once, you know, six o'clock, seven o'clock, whenever she she calls it a day, the phone's off, she has to recharge. And that's one something I really want to emphasize for introverts. It's not your ability to communicate or interact with people. Uh, that's a skill you can learn and grow. It's just how you recharge. And you want to honor that, make sure you have time to, to hit the reset button. So, so uh for introverts, you absolutely can learn all these things I'm teaching and probably be better at it because you spend more time listening than talking. So to answer your question for the extroverts, that's where the ask better questions comes in because I teach them to ask the question and then close their mouth, to physically put their lips together. <laughs> and it takes a little bit of practice. Uh, but once they get it right, man, they start, they start to hear yes more often because they're doing more listening than talking. I'm listening. I just want to... <laughs> hey, hey, I keep going. Quick, quick question. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the one skill that you've learned that changed your life, Mr. New Skills, Mr. Hill? Sales definitely changed my life. And that's where I, I teach because of the profound impact it's had on my relationships, on my friendships, romantic, professional. It's helped me in interviews. It's helped me public speaking. It helped me in stand-up. <laughs> I All used right. to do stand-up for a little bit when I lived in Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> this is good old days before camera phones, so there's no evidence. <laughs> so just tell everybody I was real, real good. <laughs> what was your first sales job? My first sales job was phenomenal because I was fundraising for a university. So I was asking for money and I didn't give them anything. <laughs> I was like, looking back, I was like, man, if I realize how valuable that was, you know, some, some of y'all have an amazing product or service, right? You're phenomenal what you do, and you're still afraid to ask your customers to pay you. And it makes me sad. But I'm asking people for money. I don't get any of the money. <laughs> they don't even get anything back. They get a thank you card. You're going to give $10,000 and get a Christmas card. 
All right. <laughs> so if I could do that for two years, you can charge for your business product or service. <laughs> how, how old were you with, with your first sales job? Because I remember mine. I was selling greeting cards door to door. I was in sixth grade. Mm. Oh, you beat me to it then. I think I might have been uh, 18. Was I 18 yet? Yeah, you're a little bit younger than me. You probably had a lot more opportunities than I did. Great, great. Yeah, I am. I'm very thankful for this time period. I'm alive. And I was, I was telling my dad the same thing. I have access to technology that was Star Trek episodes, mm-hmm. literally. And so, you know, I'm, I definitely uh, I definitely knocked on some doors, pounded the pavement, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the world is changing really quickly. And so this is a great time where you don't have to go back to school. You don't have to move to Atlanta. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You can learn one new skill and it could transform your life in just a matter of weeks. Now, I'm going to ask you about that one new skill that we can pass on to our listeners. But I also want to find find out how many doors did you knock on before you got your first sale? Oh man, I had to be up, I had to be a couple hundred, two or three hundred doors in. All right. Why didn't you give up? Ooh, that's too easy. That's the easy one. No, the reason why I asked that, because a lot of people, they're all great starters, but they're not finishers. Oh, yeah. New skills, yeah. um, Mr. Hill. Um, you're a finisher. If you knocked on a hundred doors, for some, that that's a marathon. For others, that's a sprint. Um but for someone that's sitting on the sideline waiting to get out of the blocks, they're looking to, to wait for that gun to go off to get started. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's the reason why uh, I asked that question because I'm not looking for the person that looks for an excuse not to live his best version or her best version of their, their life. I'm looking for that person that looks at Mr. Hill and this conversation that says, you know, I got pen and paper because when I ask you, um, you know, what, what are the first five skills that someone needs to employ before they knock on the next door? I want to know how many doors you knocked on and what the story was when you've got that first yes to buy your product. Because I always say that you're only as strong as your last no. Hmm. So you've got a hundred no's ahead of you. And all of a sudden you knock on that door, you turn that key and opportunity prevails. And what happened? So that's one I teach five ways a year. Yes, more often. And one of those ways, the very first one (laughs) is ask more people. If you have no skills, no practice, no experience, you ask enough people, someone's going to tell you yes. And so I have the firm belief that if you're selling a product or service you believe in, it's going to improve some lives or remove a problem. Somebody needs it. It's your responsibility to go find them. So when people tell you no, they're just identifying themselves as the wrong person. And you don't worry about the wrong person. You want to go find the right person. So in my head, you know, after 100, 200, right, two, three weeks, no, 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 go away, go away. Uh, I knew that I was just looking for the right person. And so when you finally do get that yes, give yourself a high five, and then you go knock on 100 more. And that's where you have to have a little bit different level of crazy to be a salesperson. That's why I don't teach people to be sales salespeople. Uh, I want to teach you some skills like persistence, right? Resilience. I'll teach you that, and you apply it to your business. But it takes a it takes a different level of person to be a sales professional. So those five five skills that you teach, let's rattle them off real quick. Let's see here: confidence, 
is learning. That's, that's a huge skill. Communication and listening. And I do teach those separately and sales. So confidence, listening, communication. Um, I forgot one already in sales. Mm -hmm. Okay. Having a product someone wants. Um, you know what? That's really step two. <laughs> if you have those five skills, because perfect example, let's use the skill of listening. Oh, learning. That's what it was. Listen, learn, communication, confidence, and sales. Let's use listening. If you do enough listening, you'll see a pattern. You'll find there's a group of people who have a problem that you're uniquely able to solve. So having a product really isn't a prerequisite. You, Because there's too many people that create things and then they try and go find someone who, who, who wants it. Instead of finding what people want and creating it, that's where sales is a service. So if you're serving a need, your success is almost guaranteed. But if you're creating what you want, you're going to have an uphill battle. And that's where people approach it, uh, in my humble opinion, backwards. That's why I don't want to be a sales trainer. I'm just going to teach you some sales skills to help you grow your business and transform your life. All right. So what I'm going to ask real quick, how do people get in touch with you um, through social media, direct email? Um, go ahead and, and you know speak kind of slowly and in sync so people can write this stuff down. How do I get, get in touch with um, Bruce New Skills Hill. And by the way, that is my, my rebranding of, of his program, not, not his because it's personal with, with, with us. Uh, he has a million dollar smile. So every time I say that, he, he, he smiles a little bit. So I know at one point I'm getting something right in the sales program. So how do people reach you? You can go to newskillsnewyou.com. And if you're a coach, trainer, consultant, someone that offers a service that helps people transform, there's a newskillsnewyou.com and click on that 15-minute discovery call. I'll get you on my calendar and I'll see how I can best add value uh, to your life and business. So that's specifically for my coaches, trainers, and consultants. Now, for everyone, it's New Skills New You on Instagram. I update daily people I've learned from. I'll share some, something that I have gained, a new piece of wisdom. I keep that updated almost daily, if not twice daily. So newskillsnewyou.com for my coaches, trainers, and consultants, and then newskillsnewyou on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. All right, and Twitter. And you, you said you're a stand-up um, comic, so I'm going to put you on stage real quick. And uh, we do have uh, technology, so this is going to be uh, um, probably last a lot longer than you and I are, are, are on Earth. But I'm going to ask you um, your favorite funny story um, that was a success story. My favorite funny story that's a success story. And you can add live on it a little bit. Let's see what you got. Oh, man. Um, one of my favorite stories, and I incriminate myself on this one. We, uh, we decided to go to a movie and because we were drinking, we took a taxi cab. Now that just again, tells you how old I am. <laughs> so we took a taxi to the movie. We missed the movie because we were enjoying ourselves. We was drinking. And to this day, I don't even remember what movie it was. We get back home and we decided we were hungry. 
So to play it safe, we play rock, paper, scissors to decide who would drive. Mm. Now I'm here in front of you. So obviously it turned out okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was probably the smartest dumb thing I've done and lived to tell about. <laughs> how, how does your um, better half feel about your sales skills? Because I, I know with mine, um, I always he- hear that the conversation is that don't psychoanalyze me because I mm-hmm. study human behavior and um, I try not to do that, but I guess um, I have not been f- very successful. But in your personal life, how, how does your sales skills transfer over into your relationship? Uh, so right now I'm single, not looking. I put a lot of time into new skills, new you. So I want, it's, I want to make sure I'm not um, neglecting someone, uh, but I am open in the future to build in that. So in my general relationships, I have to remember that not everyone's a client. Mm-hmm. I think I remember that everyone's a client. Not everyone is, not every conversation is a coaching call. And that's helped me uh, have some more, <laughs> some more fun conversations. People get a little aggravated after a while. Like you said, don't psychoanalyze me. Um, sometimes they just want you to listen, right? Not to solve problems. So, All right. What about your mission? What's new skills, new you? What's oh, man. It's to change the minds that change the lives that change the world. That was, oh. well, that was well put. That was well put. I, I, I teach my podcasters when you do your bio, uh, ideally seven words or less, 10 words if you have to use and twice. <laughs> um, are there any limits to what you can or cannot do Ooh, one of my favorite quotes you can do anything as long as you don't care who gets the credit <laughs> whoa that's i i need to write that one down all right if you had i'm gonna wrap this up if you had one ask and i'm gonna ask you to think exhale inhale a couple times and I asked this pretty much about 90% of my, my, my guests that come on here. And the reason why I ask is because we do have people that follow us that have a higher call to action that will basically make your dreams come true. Um, since August, 2021 to present, this is February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2022. I've had two people that have had their ask or their dream come true that was granted by someone that was following and listening. I always say with my pod, to my podcasters and my, my guests that our listeners have a higher call of action. They don't drive by an accident, they stop to help. So mm. there are people that are generally committed to helping other people every day, which is hope, that's our purpose. Mm. So Bruce, what is your ask? I truly believe that one new skill will change your life and making that intersection between personal and professional development, that overlap is uh, making it available to as many people as possible as part of my mission. Because uh, a lot of folks say, I can't afford to go back to school. You know, I, I got a bad set of cards. And if I can teach more people that, hey, you have the power to change yourself, by default, I changed the world. So my ask is very simple. I want an opportunity, right? Access and opportunities are 
do separate things. I want access opportunity to share that message, whether it's on stage, live or virtual, whether it's a speaking engagement or workshop, I'm open to all opportunities to serve so we can spread this message so that one new skill can change someone's life. Well, Bruce, I'm, I'm gonna tell you I'm honored to have you on here as a guest. I'm honored to be uh, in a space in your life as a friend, fraternity brother. Um, you are a young soul, but you teach wisdom from a higher platform than most people. And I have much respect for you. So I'm giving you roses uh, in presence to state and still after the fact. Thank um, you. Love the fact that this conversation puts no limit on the possibilities of what you can do. This conversation from Bruce Hill has says simplicity is the shortest distance between two points. His belief system and what he does, he does not waver from his mission. What would you like our listeners to take away from this interview? One of my quotes of myself is information is useless until you use it. So it doesn't have to be sales skills. It doesn't have to be programming. It doesn't have to be another language. It could be writing. It could be pottery. It could be cooking. Pick something and be great at it. And that, I promise, will transform your life. Become great at it and teach others. Your life will never be the same in all the best ways. So I hope that you hear what I'm saying and put it into use. Figure out what skill you want to learn and go practice it every single day. Well said. And how do people um, get involved in your workshop? How do they um, contact you? Um, where can they follow you? Um, what can they subscribe to? I know I've listed way too many calls of action, but you just- Oh, it's fine. I'm, I'm ready for all of them. So yeah. you're so freaking dynamic. I can't help myself. <laughs> Uh, you can visit newskillsnewyou.com. If you scroll down, it'll say free reminders. We host a mastermind on Clubhouse every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, where you can um, you can listen, you, but you're always welcome to participate. You can ask. It's live Q&A. It's accountability. It's learning. It's support. Um, it, and that's free to everyone. They're welcome to join. For, if you, for folks trying to grow as business professionals, same link, newskillsnewyou.com. You can tap into the Million Dollar Mastermind. There is a cost associated with that. So this is only someone who's interested in investing in their success and learning some new skills. You can visit the Million Dollar Mastermind. Again, it's on newskillsnewyou.com. There's so much I do almost five days a week. I have something for everyone of all ages, all stages, all skill levels. And I'm here to help you succeed. So newskillsnewyou.com is the best way to keep in touch with different things I do. There's a lot of free resources. Uh, you really, listen, I make it easy. The only thing I can't do for you is do it for you, okay? <laughs> well, good point, good point. We have covered a lot of information here in a very short period of time. And I hope to my listeners that you've gotten something from this episode that you're willing to share, you're willing to follow. So go to Bruce's um, links, hit us up on RMK Productions and Network on our YouTube page. If you want more information or you'd like to be a guest, go to info at rmkproductions.net. Um, I hope you had a pen and paper. Um, 
and take some of the wisdom down um, uh, that Bruce has given us. Also, you can uh, find Bruce live every Sunday at 9 Eastern Standard Time on Motivational Sundays with Kevin and Friends, where um, the brother always brings some powerful quotes. And we find out how it lands on him based on his interpretation and um, perspective. He is wise behind beyond his years. And Bruce, I wanted to thank you. You have a open door to come back anytime to promote whatever you're doing, to share stories and experiences and enlighten us and educate us on um, not only sales, but life itself. Um, you're a very positive person, very um, effective person in talking about history and our place as melanated people, um, as well as our purpose. So I appreciate you on so many different levels. As my grandfather always says, and you'll hear me say this a hundred times over, when you get to a place in your life, you can help someone else. It is your du duty to do so. Also, education is not designed to make you comfortable. It's designed to make you think. So take this hashtag and write it down. Find 1,000 reasons to be kind to someone. And this is Kevin McLemore, your host of Talking with Kevin and Son. And this episode is brought to you by RMK Productions and the 10 United Podcast Network. And we'll fade the black and we're out. Thank you.